time comes when silence is betrayal. Even when pressed by the demands of inner truth. Nor does the human spirit move without great difficulty. Against all the apathy of conformist thought. Welcome, my friends, to another show from the humble confines of the Midwest. Yes, Indiana. Stay with us for Burden on Society, a show for those who wonder why this spectacle at the top of the people pyramid just can't use common sense for making decisions. Hello, welcome to the show as we look for common sense answers to humanity's problems. The answers you seem to see, I see, but those making the decisions don't see. Or do they? I'm your host, Brian Burden, and welcome to Burden on Society. I have to admit, we skipped the show on Saturday. Well, that's because uh, we were doing work at church. So it was a work day at church and we got plenty accomplished. But the problem was a sledgehammer. I use a sledgehammer and the vibrations go right through my arms, right into my neck. And I start to have problems, tingling, numbness, all the soreness, right? So it was definitely not to my liking, uh, the, the hammer that is, the vibration. But between that and helping my sister move into her new homestead on Friday, which I admit the young people handled mostly, uh, and of course, church on Sunday, this disabled American veteran was beat and sore and shaking a bit. So what I did was on Saturday, we pretty much just put it off. So a bit of recovery time yesterday, though, did help. So I'm no worse for the wear today. And we'll get right into it with a lot of information going on. Uh, matter of fact, let's switch to something I'm famous for. I thought I'd throw this in here right at the top. No, not weather forecasting, although that is up there. Rabbit holes. That's what I'm famous for. All you got to do is ask my wife. Yes, rabbit holes. My wife says I can follow rabbit holes to nowhere when I'm speaking. So I get sidetracked and I start to move off sideways, right? So as to make her point, I'll stop right there as it pertains to me, that is. But the rest of us have really been struggling with that this last week or so, right? So here's what I like to say uh, when we start to get to these sidetracked uh, uh, rabbit holes. Don't forget to focus on the ball. That's the true problem. But we all may be guilty of this exact problem. You know, we're running down the rabbit holes, especially in the last week. I watched as one news report after another took us down one rabbit hole after rabbit hole in the last week. We weren't focused on the main things that you are really focused on out there. So the, the week really started with the slap heard round the world. Yeah, you probably saw it. Matter of fact, it's still on the news last night. It's crazy. The largest rabbit hole of the week by far was that slap. I'm still hearing news stories about it 
here today. It doesn't lead the newscast, but it's still in the newscast, all right? So America was focused on an event that affects not even one of our lives, not one. Who did it affect? It only affected those couple people involved. Meanwhile, we forget the true trials and tribulation, tribulations assailing us right now. So we really lose our focus on the ball, so to speak, right? So another rabbit hole would be the trans swimmer. That was in plenty of newscasts, especially early in the week last week as the NCAA tournament was ending. Swimming in women's events while having been in men's events just a short time ago, the trans swimmer pretty much dominated, right? doesn't seem fair to the athletes who have worked so hard in their events. And it just still amazes me that we just don't set up categories for trans athletes to complete fairly. It's done in every sport. Um, we do it in wrestling. You don't weigh, uh, wrestle somebody who's 200 pounds if you're 100 pounds, right? But it was near the top of the newscast early last week and affects nearly none of us, none of us at all. So why is it in the news? Why are we focusing on it? Because they want you to get away from the things that are really harming you. Next up was the lynching law. It was signed into law. What? Lynching, you say? How many lynchings have we had? There are laws already against it, aren't there? Um, hmm, let me think. The one on top, uh, it's called, um, uh, let me think a moment. Um, murder, right? Murder. Murder, my friends, is already illegal everywhere. Word on the street is there are no plans to change it. That is murder, all right? So, but our focus was on that, right? We're focused on lynching. Did you know there hasn't been an official lynching in the United States in over 50 years? So why is this a problem? It's not a problem. Me thinks they may be trying to get me to stop looking at the real problems out there. That's what I'm starting to believe. And I think you can believe the same thing. Um, they're trying to get us to focus. Every time something goes wrong, they start coming out with these petty little things that's, that the uh, get into the news and try to get your focus away from it, or they just ignore it at, uh, at all when it gets into the big mainstream medias. How about the don't say gay bill, which, as most of you know, doesn't say don't say gay in it. But why quarrel over that, right? Who cares about the, the kind, kind of finite, infinite portions of it that people make up and don't make up? Even Disney, the bastion for children in the world, was weighed in against the uh, kids as it had been. They and many more believe we should corrupt them with sexual orientation, information, just junk before age eight. Again, just another rabbit hole for us to watch as the world falls apart. Like 70% of people believe that this is something you definitely don't do with kids. And I'm wondering why the other 30% don't think the same thing. Why would you want your kids to be allowed to do this? As kids get older, there's a change, there things happen. But eight, eight years old and younger? Why did we even have to make a bill for this? Because people are trying to do more with what they have to try to get their cause out there to everybody. So meanwhile, after those little rabbit holes, and there were plenty more of them, I'm just not going to go into all of them. Inflation has fallen to the back burner. Um, with all these rabbit holes everywhere, with everybody chasing it, you started to forget about inflation unless you went to the store, right? <laughs> Uh, what's another thing that's missing? World War III is not even leading newscasts now in some cases. I see a little blurb about it. We see a couple headlines here and there, and not much else is happening. How about the 200,000 people that came across the border last month? How much did you hear about that? We didn't hear about it anywhere in the mainstream media. 
well on our way to even a bigger total than what we saw last year, which was at 2 million people that they counted. Doesn't count the getaways, doesn't count any of that uh, uh, information of the people who might have even been here already. The last time the mainstream media covered this in any negative light was, yes, you guessed it, under President Trump's presidency. Matter of fact, the last time they talked about it was way back in November. Now, if you watch Fox News, you know that it's been in the news there. They keep light of it at least once or twice a week, trying to let you know what's going on. Is it a wonder so many people in our country don't have a clue on what is happening when the mainstream media won't even tell them the general news that's going on outside because it hurts their cause, so to speak? All right, speaking of clueless people, right? Our current president, at least once in every, say, 10 sentences, stumbles over the word the, or forgets his wife, or he forgets and, or his vice president. Either he's the vice president, or who she was, he doesn't know, or his wife was, he can't figure it out. He cannot stop himself from making people think we are trying to start World War III either. That's another thing he's doing pretty consistently. Hasn't anyone told him his words matter? He can't say those things on the world stage. You just can't do that. You might be saying what we're all thinking, but you can't do it up on the world stage. Okay, that was my opening rant. Let's go to a quick break, and I'll come back with even more. Welcome back, my friends. You see how this shell game works, don't you? Watch this shell so you forget about this one. Yes, the one that really hurt you, right? So watch this one, forget about this one. So after a week of card tricks, buffoonery, and rabbit holes, we are still stuck with a potential nuke war, inflation killing each and every one of us, people flowing across the border like chocolate down a chocolate fountain, all right, sorry, I always go back to chocolate one way or another, it seems like. Maybe worst of all, I see a potential depression on the horizon. I've been telling you about it for a while. My friends probably are sick of me talking about it for well over a year now at this point. Look for, you know, empty shelves, lost jobs, lost wages, and a nanny state to keep us afloat. That's what they're going to use as an excuse to start giving people money again, right, when things start to go bad. People will be pushed into the haves and the have-nots. If you don't make, say, seven to eight figures, you're going to be a have-not. Have-nots, the government will control you and every move that you do. They'll have control of your every whim. That's how it's going to work out. It's going to take a few years to push through this, and we'll begrudgingly say, okay, it's probably the right thing to do at this point. And before you know it, all of your freedoms will be gone. You won't have the freedom to do much of anything. They're going to call it the Great Reset. That's what they're going to call it, right? But it's kind of a mix mash of a little bit of everything. I call it the Great Resurfacing. You know, like uh, putting lipstick on a pig. No matter how many times you resurface that pig <laughs> with lipstick, it's still what? Yes, just a pig. So the Great Reset is real. Now the problem is, is are we going to fight amongst ourselves over this, where it seems like Europe and the U.S. are into this great reset. A lot of countries aren't. So you have China, Russia, India, those countries 
who want to take care of their people in a different way and still keep control of their people also uh, don't want to go to the climate change thing and do the Great Reset. They still want to be Great Reset, but national Great Reset where their countries are first. So if some of you look out there and you probably see all the things that are going to be happening. You know, maybe you really want this. I don't know. You don't want to make your own decisions. Maybe you don't care if they control your money. Maybe you don't care who makes the decision in your medical use. That is until they pull meds from you or grandma or your dad. How about that? Maybe because they are too old to save based by some a logarithm. That's how they're going to make decisions on this. And a logarithm someone made up. We don't even know who the criteria is for it. Or they say it is just too expensive. So what then happens? So sayonara granny is what happens when it comes to that. And you say, well, Brian, that's way over the top. That kind of stuff isn't going to happen. Oh, yeah? How long have they been trying to take over health care as it is? Let alone trying to take care of everything else. They're trying to take over the police across the country so they can control you. They want the banks. The actual banks are just one big group of five banks at the top that control all of our Fed. So they really have control of that too. What kind of things are going to happen? Well, travel will decrease. I don't think you know about this. If you travel, you're not going to be able to do it as much. It will only be for the wealthy. Don't you know? They'll always get what they want. It'll be hard to afford meat, poultry, and pork for consumption. They're just trying to get you to stop as it is anyway. You know, uh, you know, all kinds of Fluids coming out of the cow we don't like. <laughs> oh, the rich will have their fair share, but the rest of us, well, we are too fat anyway. We don't need that stuff, right? 20 years from now, the freedoms you have today will be a thing of the past. Nearly every aspect of your life, you will be told what to do. Really not the life most of us want, I think. Problem is most of us are not aware of the coming threats. Um... I think a lot of people really get focused on what they're doing and they stop paying attention to what's going to happen to their lives. They're not ready. They're not prepared. They're not worried about it. You see these videos all the time of the man on the street and they ask him how many senators there are and they can't answer how many senators there are. They can't tell you who the vice president is. They can't tell you lots of things. So a lot of different things could trigger this depression though. And that's the unfortunate thing right now. There's plenty of things in the bag to pull out to try to figure out what's going on and what could trigger the depression and get them right into their great reset. They need something big to make the great reset. They're going to do it even without something big. and It'll take longer that way. But something big like what just happened with the coronavirus could do that very easily. Let's start with World War III, all right? Obviously, this will constrain life as we all know it to be right now. And what if it's a nuclear conflict? Wow. Who knows what happens at that, in that event? That one's the one that could really push everything off the tables. Let's say it's not, though. Let's look for what are you going to see? You're going to see dead people from many nations all over the streets like we're seeing in Ukraine right now. Potentially catastrophic outcomes to many countries will be happening. This will lead to famine, disease, chaos throughout the globe. It could take a hundred years to recover from it. In many places, it will. Some places may never recover. Those who survive will suffer dearly before rebounding. We might be sheltered here in the United States a bit, but don't think that you things won't come to you even if a world war starts, and even if for some reason we stay out of it. Okay, the conflict in Ukraine needs to be taken seriously because it could trigger this. But there are other hot spots, maybe even more important. 
Obviously, China taking over Taiwan is the main fire erupting soon. We all see it. We're starting to see it. I'm hearing a little bit more about it on TV from time to time. So we're not losing our focus on it, but I'm not sure we can really do anything. Really, little can be done to stop them, I think, at this point. You might fear our country jumping in to stop something, but we just can't do it. I, I can't see us doing it. How, what are we going to do? Put all of our men and, and women out there on the lines to take on the Chinese? That's, that's going to be tough. And in a place where we can't really get people to easily, this could easily all turn into World War III. With all of the fighting continents involved, kind of throw out Antarctica, it's not a fighting continent, but all the continents could be involved in this, right? The last couple of world wars, uh, South America kind of stayed out of it. Uh, Africa, the Northern Africa especially, was in World War II, but a lot of Africa wasn't involved. Of course, United States, we were involved, but no war actually came to our shores. So how about this one? Uh, how about Little Rocket Man triggering World War III? sending a missile into South Korea or maybe even Japan. Oh, wow. Maybe not on the scale of China, right? But just like now, we would take our eye off the ball as we would try to help elsewhere in, in China, uh, in Japan, in South Korea, and the Chinese then would walk right into Taiwan and take it. Yeah, it's going to be a battle there, but if they do it right... Um, they can take over the place pretty easily, and they have been watching Ukraine. So they will probably assuredly do it differently. All right, let's throw in the Middle East and Iran trying to fight Israel and Saudi Arabia. You know, actions lately have Saudi Arabia realizing that this administration is no friend to them. So they're siding the last month or two with who? Iran. That's the country they're fighting, but they're leaning towards them a bit. Why? Because they, they're in with China also. Countries in South America and even Mexico want to pony up to China. All these countries have gotten money and things from China over the years. Throw in India, who needs cheap oil, and they too are leaning towards their hated rival China along with Russia. So many scenarios could bring so much hardship and all these countries coming together while the rest of us in Europe and the United States think we're high and mighty and better than everybody else, right? Let's stop there and take another break. I'll be back with the Inflation Nation coin and how it could affect us. told you war is an obvious problem maker for world depression. We all kind of know that. Now let's belly up to the bar with the one that affects the most of us right now. Yes, the bin. Biden inflation nation. We have been told every story you can think of as a reason not to worry about it. First was it was transitory, right? Isn't that what we were told? The one I love the most was inflation is good for the economy. Really? Good for the economy. How do they figure that? This is really not hard to figure out at all. If I pay more for everyday items, then I have less to buy the other things that really help control and run the economy also. This is not hard to figure out. So if you have at all been to any store lately, you know you've seen the write-ups and the pushes up of all of the prices of all your goods. 
of everything you're buying at grocery stores, of everything you're buying everywhere else too. So I can think of many reasons they will use to take control of your bank account in the middle of all of this, right? But inflation will be the biggest. Once they have your money digitally mastered, they believe they can get rid of all the money that our country owes. It'll just be numbers. They'll be moving it around. And a lot of what we owe, right, which is what, 31 or $32 trillion at this point, it'll just kind of evaporate. And your ones and zeros become numbers. It'll be just a bunch of those ones and zeros to them, but less power over what we can get for ourselves, all right? You won't have as much control. They will control what you have and what you don't have. And this digital currency is coming. They're already talking about, been talking about it for a long time. So <clears throat> you can easily see that we can continue down this road pretty easily. Something's going to have to give no matter what with all these things happening. The question is, will it be our economy that fails first? Or will it be their hope at ending debt and gaining total control that will fail first? Either way, we lose. Interesting to watch in the coming few years, don't you think? Which one's going to win out? The unfortunate thing is we're going to lose either way. Things are going to change for us. Okay, here is the third problem that could ruin our life and lifestyles as we know it. It's <laughs> the, I, I like to say the elephant in the room, but it's not really now. It's kind of on the back burner, but green energy or climate change. Now, being a meteorologist, they tell you, we all agree on climate change, but being a meteorologist, I tell you this, most of us don't. <laughs> but the magician is using words again to fool his audience over here while this is going on over here, right? <laughs> yes, climate change is real. It's just a word game. There's always climate change. From the day God made the planet till now, it has been changing. It's called physics. It's called life. It's what God put into the planet. All right. This is normal for climate change, but they took the words and changed it. Everything with global warming, we were going to freeze in the 70s, then global warming. Now it's climate change. Realistically, you could argue that we are actually at or below what is considered the average temperature for the globe over all of time. Okay. I always like to say this, though. That was a guess, too, what they're trying to tell you about that but we're really at or slightly below the average or slightly above, we're right near it. It has been much, much warmer in the past, but it has also been much, much colder. So you can see how we're actually closer to the average than you think. Here is some info they don't tell you when they talk about climate change, right? Warmer weather is better for human beings. Did you know that? We can grow more in more areas of the world. Also, less people die due to warmer weather while more people die due to cold weather. Those are just some of the things they don't tell you. How about this? Did you know there's been less tornadoes in America in the last 15 to 20 years than any time they've been keeping records? Wow, well, why would climate change do that, right? There's been less hurricane strikes in this century and less catastrophic strikes. We have a news system that gens everything up and makes it sound like it's the worst thing in the world, when in reality is, Things have been lesser. Isn't that a good thing? Now, as meteorologists, I'll also tell you this. It's probably just a low lull at this time. It has nothing to do with what they call climate change. All right? So, factually, less people are dying due to weather around the globe now than in the last 75 to 100 years. Did you know our global population right now is 
7.8 billion people. Just 75 years ago, it was 2 billion. So look how much we've increased. So right now we have less deaths with more people. You do the math. Look how, think how simple that is. I hate to say this, but look at anything controversial and you can just follow the money to find the answer on what's going on. Here's how climate change started out. There was money out there, you know, money for those who want it and those who study it, right? As a matter of fact, you don't get more money unless you come back with data saying that you have a reason to go back to get more money, right? So let's just say you're studying climate change and you come back and say, oh, it's a little warmer. I need more money to go study that. But if you come back and say, oh, it's cooler, don't worry about it, nobody gives you anything. It's understandable. You can understand that, why people would feel that way. That shows you a need to do more studies is what they think. So give me some more money. Seems fair enough, right? But let the politicians get a hold of it and we get what we have now, which is climate change out of control. Wuhan, uh, the Wuhan lab studies that we didn't, but now we do seem to have something to do with. Stopping free speech because it hurts your cause. Covering for your political officials because you want who you want to rule. The list could go on for page after page after page of people getting money for a certain cause, even though there may not be anything to that cause. So there's a lot of things going on on that front. Here's where I tell you again about the coming depression. Hard times. Long-lived high inflation is going to be with us. That's going to set up these hard times and the depression. I'm not a prophet. I just laid out some of the things to you that you've probably all seen, right? I'm just looking at the details and history. History says these things are going to happen, and they're going to run along a same gauntlet every single time. And we're setting up at the top of the hill to run that gauntlet again as inflation is overtaking just about everything. The potential for war is out there. I feel like we're back in the 1920s, 30s, and 40s again where we had the end of World War I and started towards World War II. So please make sure you are ready. Be prepared. First off, money-wise, try to get rid of every single bill you can get rid of. You start with the small ones and work your way up, or you start with the big ones and work your way down. I don't care. Just get rid of every bill you can so when things get hard, you don't have to worry about those things. Maybe pick up a little extra food and be cautious that way too. Focus on the folks around you though who may need help. I am really concerned about our elderly folks. Um, they'll have a tendency to say they're okay no matter what, right? But keep an eye on them. Let's help our family, then our friends, then anyone else you can think of. All I'm saying is just be ready. You don't have to be crazy about it. You don't have to get into people's faces about it. You just do your thing. Don't worry about everybody else, all right? Be ready. Now, all of this can be very scary if we let it, right? But reality is we have God on our side. Always a good thing. We may not like the outcomes of many of these problems, but we have comfort in knowing that Jesus died for us so that we need not worry anymore. Although that's always a great thing. Just feels so warm to know that I'm, I'm taken care of. Things are fine. I'm going to be okay. I get to talk about this stuff every day because for some reason it was been put in my mind, maybe by my grandpa all those years ago. But for some reason I have solace and I feel good knowing 
that Jesus is in my life and that I believe in him and I'm faithful. So find Jesus if you have not. He will give you solace in knowing that you are loved and cared for. If you are burdened by any problem, trust Jesus. The only truth, and I repeat, the only truth that can carry you through the troubles we endure. See you next time. Shut up and sit down.